What's up, guys? It's the CJM Podcast, and I'm your host, DJ Daniels, and these are my co-hosts, Grace Olivares and Matthew Roberts. And we are going to be talking to you guys about sports today. So we are going to start off the show with our football predictions for tomorrow, Sunday, October, or yeah, 22nd. So let's talk about the morning slate, noon. What do you think, Matt? So at noon, we got the Lions versus the Ravens. I think uh, not enough people are talking about how good the Lions are playing right now, man. It's crazy how, how good the Lions are. F- uh, five and one? Right, five yeah. and one. That's they have a tough matchup against the Ravens. But what do you think about it, Chris? Uh, I think the I think the Lions can definitely hold their own against a team like the Baltimore Ravens. And another thing about them is the fact that nobody's talking about the Detroit Lions. They are five and one right now. They are competing for the number one seed in the NFC, a conference that's wide open for anybody for the taking. But yet, all the focus is on the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Therefore, I think the Lions can be a dark horse team to potentially get the number one spot at the end of the season. But as of right now, though, I think they're a force to be reckoned with. And I think they can hold their own against a team like Baltimore. I think so, too. So, I don't know. I'm a Ravens guy. I, but I think that Lions defense is really good. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think they really, like, well, they played the Chiefs, but that was week one Chiefs. So, this will be definitely a interesting, like, matchup to see what what's going to go on. So the next game we're going to talk about is the Raiders and Bears, the battle of backup quarterbacks. Honestly, I think it's going to be a snooze fest. Yeah, Unless so? uh, Devontae does something big. Maybe DJ Moore puts some good fantasy points. Not sure, but that might be a snooze fest. Yeah, but, I mean, they got Brian Hoyer, and I forgot who was starting for the Bears. Uh, it's not Fields, because Fields, Fields is hurt, right? Yeah, Fields so it's going to be all backup, so yeah. that should be, you're right, it probably will be a snooze fest. What about you, Chris? What do you think, Chris? In all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised at this game ends in a tie every year there's always a tie in the afc and nfc and i can see this game being that tie this year yeah i can see that that's pretty good uh so and then on to our next game the browns and the colts two teams that are fighting for a playoff spot what do you think matt so right now the Colts are without their the quarterback they drafted anthony richardson they're going in with Gardner Minshew, and i think i think he's not a bad quarterback uh, to to the standards that they they need to play to, Anthony Richardson, you know he got hurt, but I don't think Gardner Minshew is much worse of a quarterback than him because Anthony Richardson was only a rookie, so the Colts they they have some solid some solid players, Michael Pittman, you know Jonathan that Taylor, is cold too. yeah that defense is really good. Jonathan Taylor's back, and uh, they're gonna be debuting their brand new uh, their brand new uniforms too. The the, the Indianapolis Knights, yeah, that, those are gonna be real nice, cool. and the Browns. The Browns are a very, very scary defensive team. They will make uh, they will make any offense's day terrible. So it's it's an interesting one. Is uh, is Deshaun playing? I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I think he see. might be. I don't know. He's... Oh, I just I honestly, it's crazy, man. Somebody dropped uh, Amari Cooper in uh, in my fantasy league, and I was like, dude, I went and picked him up immediately. I'm hoping they can put up some good points and hope Deshaun does well. What do you think, Chris? So going in against the Colts without Anthony Richardson, that is kind of a big blow to the Colts offense because if you look at it in uh, in the earlier couple of weeks of the season, you can see that he was beginning to get a groove and stuff, but unfortunately with his injury, he's going to be out for the season. I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns with his dominant defense, especially the way they played last week against the 49ers, a team that's supposed to be this big, juggernaut, unstoppable team, and yet the Browns went in there and just popped them in the mouth and didn't let up. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Cleveland Browns this week. I think that was a little bit of a, a Cowboys 49ers take uh, right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, people forget that the Colts were a playoff team. They just were one quarterback away. 
And I think people think that that team's re- rebuilding, but literally they're just a quarterback away. And I don't think Gardner Mitchie is very bad. So I think I'm going to take the Colts in this one. And next to another, probably a mid-off, but Bills and Patriots. All right. So this might be a hot take. And I guess it's because I'm a Cowboys fan, right? But I don't think Josh Allen has been performing very well at all. I don't know if it's the Madden curse. I don't know what it is, man. But uh, but Josh Allen, everybody um, um, throws shade at Dak Prescott for throwing so many interceptions, but Josh Allen has thrown way more. And what was it, like uh, three interceptions in one game to the same guy yeah. in that one game? So, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think the Patriots will pull it off. They're not a good team. Mm-hmm. So, um, see, uh, I still got the Bills. That uh, Mac Jones... Has thrown like one. Uh, Derrick Henry has thrown more touchdown passes in October than uh, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, Derrick Henry has that arm though, low yeah. key. <laughs> hey, he beat, well, he threw that pass, one touchdown yeah. pass in the, against the Ravens. Uh, so Chris, what do you think? I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bills. I agree with what Matt had said with Josh Allen not performing to a level that people are giving him credit for, and the comparison with him and Dak Prescott is pretty much right there. If you look at last season. These two quarterbacks were almost identical, and yet one was treated as an MVP caliber player, and the other one was treated as a interception machine. So that being said, I still love Josh Allen. He's a great quarterback in my eyes. Great guy. Great guy, yeah, too. too yeah. He is. And I'm going to go ahead and take the Buffalo Bills against the Patriots, a team that I see beginning the process to a rebuild and with Bill Belichick possibly leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, that is true. All right, so a little, I know you guys are Cowboys fans. We're going to talk about the Commanders and the Giants. What are y'all feeling All about right, that? All right, so Daniel Jones, he's out still, right, with yeah, his little out. neck injury. Mm. I don't think the Commanders are a terrible, terrible team. They're, they're mid. They're mid. Um, but the Giants, they just can't seem to hold a lead, really, or score any points at some points. Like, they've gotten blown out so many times now. You know, week one against the Cowboys might be biased, but that that was that was a blowout. But, uh, yeah, the Giants, I'm taking the Commanders. The Giants don't really have anything right now. Maybe just Saquon. Other than that, they don't really have any weapons. I mean, Waller, but who, who's going to throw to him, you know? Yeah, and I think Brian Dable doesn't really like Tyrod Taylor. Honestly, because they were they were they, they were playing yeah, they, good they, they with Tyrod yeah. Taylor. I was they talking to I was talking to my roommate, and he was like, we were talking about how Tyrod Taylor was playing so much better than Daniel Jones. I was like, watch him bench Daniel Jones for uh, Tyrod Taylor. He goes, Nah, dude, they're paying Daniel Jones way too much money. So even yeah. if he does outperform him, they're still gonna start Daniel Jones. Yeah, and the Commanders have Sam Howell too, and I like Sam Howell. He's on. I have him in my dynasty league. Yeah, but I don't know that Giants defense. That it, could be, it, could, it has its days where it's good. What do you think, Chris? So I'm going to go ahead and take the Commanders against the Giants first. But to add to this, so if you look at the previous years, there's always been that surprise team that in the beginning of the season, nobody sees them making the playoffs, maybe winning five, six games. But then they just shock everybody, and they can win maybe nine or ten, get a wild card spot, upset a home team in the, in the playoffs, possibly get to the second or third round. We saw it with the Tennessee Titans a couple years ago. We saw it with the Cleveland Browns, who were literally just one fourth down stop away from possibly facing the Bills in the AFC Championship game. So I think the Commanders will be this team this year. I think they can snag that seventh or sixth seed and sneak into the playoffs and possibly maybe even upset somebody in the wild card round. Yeah, I agree. We are going to talk now about the Falcons and the Buccaneers. B. John Robinson versus Baker Mayfield. How are we feeling about that? I mean, B. John... 
He's been electric, man. He's been really the only thing that can get going for that offense. I mean, they have Drake London. They have Kyle Pitts, which I really don't know why they don't use him more. It's, it's sad, man, to see that. But the Buccaneers, on the other hand, they have Mike Evans. They have uh, Chris Godwin. So I don't know. Baker Mayfield, He's he's been okay for them, you know. I feel like three and two is not bad. If they can increase to to four and two, that's big. Because I mean, the Cowboys are four and two, and they're considered a good team. Yeah. So, and yeah. and in a weak division like the NFC South, it might only take maybe about nine wins just to win that division. That's how it was last year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's the Saints just lost last night to the Jags? They that did. was good towards the end, dude. I can't believe that he dropped that uh, Foster Morale yeah. or what his yeah. name, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. He he. I can't believe he dropped that ball, dude. That was the easiest touchdown he was gonna see in his career. Yeah, but that's definitely a division that could be won by just like you said, just about nine games. What do you think about the game, Chris? So, I love B. John Robinson. I grew up a Texas Longhorns fan, and I loved seeing this guy just tear through opponents while he was with the Longhorns. And seeing him try to do that in the professional level is just amazing to me. But I'm going to go ahead and bet against him. I think the Buccaneers are, are a more put-together team. I think the team, I think the Buccaneers, they have more faith in Baker Mayfield than the Falcons do in Desmond Ritter. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Buccaneers for this one. I think I'm with Chris on that one. I'm taking the Buccaneers as well. Yeah, the Falcons, they, they start out really well, and then they just kick field goals or gets or punt the rest of the game. So the next game, now we're on to the afternoon slate. The next game is the Steelers versus the Rams. What are we thinking? Man, two two mid teams, but like I said, with the Buccaneers, the Steelers are three and two. They win this game. They are now four and two, and I think they, as of right now, if the season ended today, they are in the playoffs because yeah. of how how weak their division kind of is. So, or the whole AFC as a whole is kind of weak right now. Uh, there's only a couple good teams, but. You know, the Steelers, they have Najee Harris, who's kind of been a bust this year. They have George Pickens. But uh, is Kenny Pickett still still playing, yeah? yeah uh, I think Kenny Pickett, he's an okay quarterback. You know, he's he's been he's had his days where he's good, and then he's had his days where he's bad. But that defense is the big determinator in, uh, in how they're going to do. Because, you know, you got T.J. Watt, you got Minka Fitzpatrick back there. It's just a very scary defense. So I think I'm taking the Steelers. I think I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think Kenny. I hope. I think the whole Steelers organization is fraudulent. I think I Najee runs like he's wearing jeans, and I think Kenny Pickett is horrible. I think Mike Tomlin is just lucky that they go what nine and eight or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't the really Rams are the good. Rams too. The, Ram, much, the yeah. Rams are good. They well, have the amazing wide receiver core. So. Yeah. So I'm gonna definitely go with the Rams here because I mean. Who's going to cover Puka and Cooper Cup at the same time? Yeah, and I don't know. Good is one there. Uh, Pat Frymuth back yet? I don't know. I'm not I sure. Much about I'm not yeah, sure about so, that one. And if they don't have that, it's just going to be Pickens. And I think that young DB core that the Rams have can uh, lock them up. What do you and, think, Chris? And with the struggles, to add to that, with the struggles that the Pittsburgh Steelers have seen on offense from their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Rams on this one. And I don't think it's going to take much to shut down that offense. Especially with the Rams being almost like a shell of their former team that they that won the Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. But the Rams are still a competitive team. They still have Puka Nakua. They have Matt Stafford back there. And they also have Cooper Cup. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams because they have the edge on offense. All right, so on to the next game, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. So what are the, thinking? the Seahawks, the Cardinals. The Cardinals, I guess, yeah, they beat the Cowboys. All right. 
whatever, man. One in five. <laughs> but I've uh, I've always been a big Seahawks guy. Maybe this is a bias. They've always been my second favorite team. Um, girl watching Marshawn Lynch. I really like the Seahawks. I like Geno Smith. I think he's doing great for them at quarterback. They have an amazing wide receiver core with DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Najigba. So I think I think they're doing really good. And I think that if uh, the defense just plays to the standards, you know, Tariq Woolen, UTSA alumni. You know they got they got Jamal Adams back there. I wonder if he's playing because he he got he got he got concussed. Yeah, it's been like what two? Yeah, so I think he might be back. I don't know. I I really think the Seahawks are going to take this one to improve to four and two. Yeah, and they're starting to bring back that Legion of Boom with that rookie. uh, I forgot his first name, Witherspoon. Oh yeah, he's He's doing really really good. good, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. So they might be that defense might be another Legion of Boom. So what do you think, Chris? I'm going to go ahead and take the Seahawks there as well too. But it's not going to be an easy game for them because the Cardinals, yeah, they did beat the Cowboys. But the way they did it is that they came out firing, popped them in the mouth, and were just not letting up, not giving them anything. I think the Seahawks are going to face the same kind of team that the Cowboys faced a couple of weeks ago. But I think the Seahawks are still going to get the edge over the Cardinals. And, by the way, speaking of the Cardinals, Kyler Murray has entered his 21-day window where he has returned to practice and should be returning to the team very soon. That is pretty interesting. I did see that. I, you know what I also saw, uh, Jacob. I also saw that uh, that there was talks of moving on from Kyler Murray after this that. season. Yeah, so if they that. if they tank hard enough, they might get Caleb Williams. And I feel like they should because Kyler Murray has he's not, not he's not very good. He's and not I, been the quarterback yeah. that they need. He's not been the leader that they need. He's too small. I feel. He's yeah. too small. He, he is, it's, it's hard. You need a little bit of a bigger quarterback to see over that line, and it's it's kind of hard for him to really do anything. And to, to add on to that, at any level in football, the quarterback is always seen as the leader of the offense, the leader of the team, the guy that tells his, the guy that goes in to the that goes into a game, hyping his team up, getting them ready for their opponents. And I just don't see that in Kyler Murray at all. All right, so on to the third to last game: the Packers and the Broncos. Ah, the Broncos are just so it's such a weird situation. It's sad, man, because. I grew up, like I said, watching the Seahawks, loving the Seahawks. I almost cried whenever they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like, it was sad for me. Russell Wilson, fan. you were a Patriots fan? I was a huge Patriots dude, fan. Dude, that's I, crazy. I, I cried when the, uh, they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. That's crazy, I, dude. That I was, was cheering. I was, I was cheering so hard, happened. dude. But honestly, it's so sad to see Russell Wilson's fall from, from glory. It, it just sucks because he's a great guy, you know? He was, was a great quarterback, but it's just not really working out in Denver. And they can't say he doesn't have the weapons because he has Jerry Judy. He has uh, Williams in the backfield, right? The, yeah, uh, he he has so many so many weapons there. I just don't know what the problem is because that defense isn't even too bad either. They have Pat Sertan the second, you know. I wonder so, how long is it, it's going to take for them to start uh, getting rid of everybody. I think they've already yeah. started, started to do yeah. that, too. I think J- Jerry Judy wants to leave. But I mean, Dude, everybody thought that when Sean Payton came in, it was going to yeah, be a big game changer. I just don't yeah. know what's wrong with that team and why they just can't get it back on track. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers. I like Jordan Love. I know he had a bad game last week or before the bye week, but I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. He just had, I mean, he played a good de- – who did he, they play? But I know he had a good – like, he had a horrible game, but I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good substitute for Jordan Love. He just had one bad game. So, what do you think, Chris? No, I agree. I think the Packers do rebound from an ugly loss against the Raiders. It was a close game, 
but hey, everybody's got a bad game. Everybody. And I, yeah. and I feel like going into the bye week, Jordan Love and the Packers, they went they went back, they talked about what they messed up on, and so I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers against the Broncos, and the Broncos have uh, they have begun talks about possibly rebuilding and maybe even trading a few players. I did hear a rumor that Pat Sertain was up for a trade, but I'm not entirely sure how true that one is. I did see that as well, and I don't know. They can't get rid of him. Yeah. They, that's one of the only players. Him, I think Jerry Judy was also, they, they were shopping Jerry Judy to yeah, see where he could too. go. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind if he became a cowboy. Oh, I don't, think, he I would, I don't think he'd become a cowboy, but I, I wouldn't mind, mind that, I wouldn't man. mind if Pat Sertain became a cowboy. He wanted to become a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, but we went and got Micah. Yep. But y'all have a high pick, though. I th- they're probably going to want a lot of picks so they can restart rebuilding that team. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, like we, we don't have a high pick enough. No. Um, and our next game is going to be an interdivisional matchup, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Chargers, Chiefs, blowout. Chiefs, blowout. Unless, unless Chiefs. it becomes a good game, because it is a divisional game. Every time, no matter how mid the team is, divisional games are almost always good. Good games. Um, but I do have the Chiefs. I, I don't think the... I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to do much. Are we going to start putting Justin Herbert into the conversation of being overrated, though? I think so, man. I, I think we should I start. Think I think so. Because yeah. he was good his first two, three, two, three years. And, like, what, what is this, his fourth year? Yeah, when are we going to stop blaming everybody around him and start actually Dude, blaming Justin Herbert? Dude, because his offense is star-studded, man. Yeah. You got... Well, uh, Mike Williams is gone. I think, Who, he, I think he injured himself. Yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, you, got, like, you still Keenan have you Allen, still have yeah. Keenan Allen. Josh you have Austin Palmer, Eckler yeah. in the back. Like they have so many good players. It, it's just and then um, Everett, uh, the the yeah, tight Gerald end. Everett, he yeah, he's he, good he's, too, he's yeah. good too. I, mean, I have him as my backup in fantasy. So. I mean, it's just uh, it's just very sad, man. Because the Chargers, I don't mind watching the Chargers, you know, because they're an exciting team. But Herbert. Is overrated. And I, yeah. and I do give him a little bit of leniency, mainly because Brandon Staley and Kellen Moore are his coaches. But the fact is that when Kellen Moore was an offensive coordinator in Dallas, he made Dak Prescott look like a star. He helped Dak become the quarterback that he is now. And I can see him trying to do that with Justin Herbert, but at the same time, I don't think Justin Herbert has what it takes to play at the same level of Patrick Mahomes and maybe even the way Tua has been playing, the same level as him. I would put him probably just below Josh Allen, but also beginning to become overrated. As for the game itself, I would definitely take the Chiefs. I wouldn't say a blowout, but it is going to be... The Chiefs are going to relatively rack up the scoreboard. I'd say maybe the Chargers... Final score somewhere would be in the like, 30-20, to 30-17, to 17, somewhere around there. I see that. Yeah, I, see I that. definitely see it. The Sunday night game, last game of the day, is going to be the Dolphins and the Eagles. All right. And James, so, I mean, Jalen Hurts is going to have to have a better game than he did last weekend. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So a big talking point this week is Julio Jones going yeah, to the Eagles. Was, and I mean... So he's been a little bit washed. He's not the same Julio he was in Atlanta, obviously, because he's been in four teams in for the past four years. Mm-hmm. But um, I honestly think that he can open up the field for Devontae and A.J. Brown because he is, he is a big name. He's still a threat because he, he still he just has it in him How to play. How old is he now? Uh, Julio Jones, let's see. He's got to be in his 30s now. Julio yeah, he's Jones pretty old, but I mean, is, you're right, you are right about that. He... He's going to open up a lot more because you don't have to just cover A.J. Brown now. Julio Jones is 34 years old. 34. That's, that's not, that's not terrible. He has a couple yeah. a couple years left, you know. And I feel like 
I feel like it's going to be a really good game, yeah. but that Dolphins offense putting up 70 points against the Broncos, oh my. Um, oh. I think the Dolphins are, are, are going to win this one. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Dolphins can win this one. I agree. I, but I don't know. That Eagles defense is pretty good, but I know that Jalen Carter's hurt, so they're deep. Because they do all those defensive uh, line packages, so I don't think that their defense is going to be exactly where it needs to be, so I agree. I think I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. And if the Dolphins turn this into a track meet, I don't see the Eagles secondary being able to cover Jalen Waddle and um, and Tyreek Hill. Definitely not. Yeah, no. No. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins, too. It is going to be a close game like y'all did say, though. Yeah, but so Monday night, we have the 49ers and the Vikings, which... Kirk in prime All time. right, Kirk in primetime. <laughs> primetime Kirk Cousins. That is, that is going to be a blowout. I, yeah, I think, think it's going to be a blowout. If Justin Jefferson was still in... I would say otherwise. I'd say maybe, maybe they have a chance to, uh, to get an upset. Be close, but, but uh, I don't think that, so, man. I, I think it's over horrible. for them. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention the 49ers are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Browns. They're and they're not going to do it again. Yeah, but is, it, but hold up. A big talking point here is um, are Debo and C- CMC playing? I think I think, they I are. think CMC uh, is playing. Let me look real quick. Yeah, let me look real quick at the know, fantasy app. Last were, I heard, Debo Samuel's injury wasn't that severe. It wasn't that severe. And no. ne- neither was uh, was CMC's. It was like an oblique uh, yeah, rib I injury. Thought, yeah, CMC was only going to be. Yeah, no. He was questionable. It says it says he should he should play. But yeah, he Debo, isn't practicing Thursday. Yeah, Debo didn't pa- practice Thursday. Thursday, uh, see, let's see, uh, he was unable, yeah, so he, I, I think he'll be clear. I think he's day, just yeah. giving him a rest, because yeah. it's been rough, it's a tough schedule for them, low-key, because they, and they have the Eagles coming up too, the Niners, so oh, yeah, they need right. to rest their players a little bit. Yeah, they'll definitely, most of them will only play the first half anyways, because yeah. they'll get out to a big league, so let's start talking about fantasy, the best matchups this week, what are you guys feeling? All right, so I don't really have too hard of a matchup in any of my leagues this week. Um, I'd say maybe the closest thing is, I don't know. I don't know. None, I got none of Lamar these... playing Detroit, which I don't know. I might have to sit Lamar for Jordan Love. Okay, so actually I, f- I found Jared Goff on the waiver wire. That's crazy to me. That's a ball. That is very tough, but I think Jared Goff is... It's not talked about enough, man. How good Jared Goff has been this season, and actually, I just I just got Amonra uh, St. Brown off a trade, so I, I have a little stack here going with uh, Amonra and Jared Goff. I don't know. See, everybody forgets that the Lions had that game last year where they didn't even score a touchdown, and that that offense was horrible. But that was last year. I don't They're know. Five Did we and one now. To that? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I like the Lions, but I'm not a big like Lions bandwagon guy. I mean, I think Jer- people forget that Jared Goff's really not that. I mean, Jared Goff's good, but he's not that good. Especially against Baltimore defense that makes everybody struggle. I don't know. See, and then uh, I have Austin Eckler. He's playing the Chiefs. I'll be a must start there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Again, I mean, I have a lot of Ravens, honestly. You have a lot of Detroit players. I have a lot of Ravens. Oh, uh, okay. So Flowers, my too. big thing here is I'm starting Russell Wilson in two leagues. That's All right. crazy. It's, it's crazy. sad. It's sad because I drafted him before the season started when everybody thought they were going to be a great team. Yeah. They just haven't been. I drafted him last year. It's very sad, man. But I'm not going to back down. I'm going to start Russell Wilson this week, see what he does. I got Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, Michael Thomas, uh, Thursday night, put up 13.2. <laughs> I benched. Puka Nakua to start Michael Thomas. Hope it doesn't come back and bite me. And, you know, 
What do y'all think of Kyle Pitts? We talked about it earlier, not used enough. He's put up 10-plus points in the past two games. Whoa, big deal, right? But uh, So, I mean, I drafted him his first year, and I got burnt that first year, and then I, I haven't touched him since then. I think that offense is just weird. I think Desmond Ritter is horrible. I think that... He just he's had one or two good games and people just forget that he is not a very good he's quarterback. Not. I think Marcus Mariota, if they put Marcus Mariota back into the team that they have now, I think they'd be a lot better than they are. All right, so there's a, here's a topic I want to get Jacob's opinion on. Me and Chris, we won't comment on it. All right. So a team on the bye week, the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think of the state of the Dallas Cowboys right now, Jacob? I think as an outsider, their their defense, their their DBs aren't that good, and I think they're going to start playing teams that. Have a good air, like almost air raid offense, and then I don't think they're gonna be able to cover him. Michael Parsons has been awfully quiet. He has been. He I has think. Been I think a lot quiet. of teams I have think, figured him yeah, out. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think people have figured him out, and I think he might be nursing a few injuries for sure. And so I think he might just be a few steps behind. Yeah, our, our defense is really banged up right now. What do you think of that that offense though? It's been. Um, it's been mid, to say the least, in the red zone. Yeah, I think Jake Ferguson's pretty good. I think, I mean, he fills up Don Schultz's role pretty well. Uh, I like, I mean, it's Dak. I mean, how much can you say about Dak? He, he'll have a game and he'll have a horrible game. I think that as they just keep getting the ball to CeeDee Lamb, obviously. We saw that once they started getting the ball to CeeDee Lamb, they beat the Chargers. But I don't know. I think if they just continue what they're doing now, I'm sure they'll become, like, uh, like twelve and what is it? Uh, like twelve and six, 12 or something. And yeah, twelve and five or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they'll give us hope and then they'll duh, lose the and playoffs. Then lose the playoffs <laughs> we all know that Dak isn't clutch, but yeah. the team on by that obviously I probably shouldn't comment about is the Texans. What are we thinking about them? Honestly, I really like C.J. Stroud. I like how he's playing. You know, it's 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 been tough for the Texans, but what's their record right now? It's three, uh, three, yeah, three, three, three. Okay, so next week they win a game. You know, four and three. But I, I really I really like the team. I do. I have nothing really bad to say about them. They've lost three games, but they were close games. No, they they, they no, weren't they, were. they weren't blowouts. That so. close game that they lost, they it looked like it was going to be a blowout, but at the end of towards the end of the game is when the Texans started to gain traction and they brought the score a little bit more closer but I'll, I'll agree with Matt here like the Texans when they drafted CJ Stroud uh, so I have two cousins they are the biggest Texans fans that I have ever met and they were really happy about it they were really excited and I wasn't <coughs> sure about him but I said that I hope that CJ Stroud went out and proved me wrong first two games I was like okay maybe he might have something here but since then he's been proving me wrong and in all honesty if the Texans keep playing the way they're playing I can see them being that dark horse team in the AFC. I agree. I mean, if you look at their schedule, they, they play Carolina next week, they play the Bucks, and then they play Cincinnati, and then they play Arizona. That's Those a relatively depth, easy yeah. schedule. I mean, it's a pretty easy schedule. An easy and then, I'd say the only uh, questionable one is the Bengals there because... The, they're finding their traction the again. Bengals are, are the, picking it up. They, yeah, they yeah. picked so, it up last week, and yeah, that was that was a really good game. Yeah, the Bengals game. Joe Bengals Burrow was showing. Have a, they, have, they have a hard schedule coming up, though. The Bills, then the uh, then Buffalo. Oh, have you have or you seen the, the Eagles? The Eagles upcoming schedule is tough, man. Really? It is tough. Look, let, let me let me see right here. <clears throat> and then yeah, so I have. I mean, I'm in a bad. This is a bad week for me fantasy wise because I. This is the week of the buy, like the, one of the worst buys I've ever had. I got Derrick Henry on buy, Damian Pierce on buy, Adam Thielen on buy, Jamar Chase on buy. I got a lot of people on buy. All right, so listen to this upcoming Eagle schedule: the Dolphins Sunday night, okay. Then the Commanders on October 29th. That's not not too bad. that bad of a game. 
But they got the first divisional matchup against the Cowboys and the Eagles November 5th. Mm-hmm. Then Eagles go against the Chiefs, the Bills, Niners, Cowboys again, Seahawks, the Giants, not a good team. Cardinals, not a good team. And then the Giants again. But that little stretch right there, yeah, the, the Cowboys, schedule. Chiefs, Bills, Niners, and Cowboys again, they are going to be in for something big if they don't prepare. Yeah, that could be. I mean, the Cowboys could win that division, obviously. I mean, they do have, what, what are they now? What, 4-2? Four four yeah, 4-2. Four the Eagles 5-1. and one. Yeah, so if, I mean, if the Eagles, but, I mean, I don't know, did y'all see that, uh, the, uh, uh, Kelsey Brothers podcast where they were t- or, um, Jason was talking about how like they can't score in the red zone and all that. I mean, if they can't keep scoring in the red zone because they didn't really do very good against uh, who they play, they lost to. They lost to they lost the Forty Niners. Yeah, the they lost. Yeah, so I mean, if they can't figure it out, the Cowboys definitely could win that division. And that's what I'm hoping for about this past week whenever they beat the Chargers. It looked like they were beginning to find their step, beginning to get into this new groove because it is a new offense that the team has to get used to. So I'm hoping that as they're in the bye week right now, that they're working more towards that and getting more and getting Brandon Cooks more involved, which was something that we did see uh, against the Chargers. I'm wondering if you if you kind of get scared a little bit here losing to the Jets, 14 to 20 last week. The Eagles. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. 30 to yeah, 10. and the team that we beat, like you said, 30 to 10. And I don't know. I don't know if you start to get scared there a little bit, but I don't know. I think that people. I mean, that Jets team is really good. They just didn't, they have I a mean, good defense. I think Zach Wilson is just. I mean, Zach, Zach Wilson. Okay, it out. okay. I think he's just Zach Wilson it out. is figuring it out, and he is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, I think and he's everybody just can it out. can come at me for that, but I feel like Zach Wilson is not a bad quarterback. He's gotten way better over the offseason, and I feel like once Aaron Rodgers is gone, if he sticks around with the Jets, Zach Wilson definitely has a future with the Jets. Yeah, with that Aaron Rodgers mentorship, and so we talked about everybody. We didn't really talk about the 49ers and the whole Debo Samuel. CJ Garner Johnson, beef. Oh, what do you yeah. think about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I saw Richard Sherman talking on this. As long as they keep it on the field, it's all right. Because if you start going out and doing stupid stuff out on the streets, like, yeah. oh, see me out on the streets, yeah. then that's when it becomes a big deal because that's when you lose everything you've ever worked for. As long as they keep it out on the field, man, that's entertaining. Yeah. It's going to oh, yeah. be a really good matchup when they see each other. And speaking of fights, we got some major UFC fights tonight. Matt, you want to take this part? All right. So tonight we have um, on the co-main event, we have Kamaru Usman versus Kamzat Chemaev. This is a very, very good matchup. They took it under uh, like a a week's notice, really. Both uh, Volkanovski and Usman took their fights under a week's notice. It's going to be very hard for them to beat these guys. Uh, but I think it is very possible. So the main event, Alexander Volkanovsky, the great Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Makachev. This is going to be an amazing, amazing rematch. The 24-1 Islam Makachev versus the 26-2, which one of those two losses was Islam. Uh, 26-2 Alexander Volkanovsky. I feel that this is a very, very crazy matchup to be happening because it, it, it's under a week's notice, yeah. and it was just almost like a like a month ago or a couple weeks ago that Volkanovski actually had um, I think it was elbow surgery so that's um, that's something to look at for sure but it's the UFC man anything can happen yeah. I feel like maybe Alexander Volkanovski can pull off the, the upset I th- and I'm, I'm looking for it I'm I want going, it yeah I'm going I'm going to have to go on the opposite side I think Makachev is going to win 
that dude trains I think so. hard. I mean, have you I seen those I think Makachev's going to win, yeah. but I want Islam to win. He's so. got the belt right now, and I just think I'm just going to have to go with Islam here. What do you think of Kamaru versus Kamzat? Uh, uh, shoot. Honestly, I don't know. That's a, that's such a tough matchup. What do you think, Chris? Um, in all honesty, I'm going to go ahead and take Usman on this one. Yeah, Usman. Okay, I think so. That's what I was yeah. feeling. Honestly. I, I really, I want Usman to win. I, I don't know. I, I just think it, it's going to be a great matchup. This is an amazing card. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to watch the, these fights. I saw Hasbula. Bro. <laughs> oh yeah, Hasbula. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, they, they asked him, "Who you got in this fight?" And the the mic wasn't working <laughs> yeah. that they gave to him. But all you see him is uh, he's going, "No, no, 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 bro. No, 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 no." Like is he he likes both uh, Alexander and uh, and Islam. Yeah, see, so he, he doesn't really want to comment. Yeah, he doesn't really want to comment on it. Because he, he's a he's an Alexander fan, so, but obviously, obviously he's in Makachev's corner. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about match three with? I don't even know how to say that. Um, Johnny Walker and uh, um, uh, Magomed. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is gonna be a good match. I mean. I think if you look at the the um, the records eighteen one and one, and then twenty one seven and zero, oh. J- Johnny Walker he's he's a great fighter man, but I think I, I got Magomed. Me too. I think I'm gonna go with that too. And so that'll get us through the, like the main event cards here. All on right. The fight. So so we got the fights today this Saturday. Yep. What do you think of last Saturday, the influencer boxing scene? That, I don't I think I mean, that was kind of a joke, man. I'm a big uh, Paul Brothers fan. I think that, they, they're, oh I think that, I think that they're, they're doing big things. I think Jake Paul, he is an actual boxer. Now, KSI and Logan, they're not real boxers, man. Um, but Logan knows that. He even said it on his podcast that he's not taking boxing too serious. He's going back to the WWE. He challenged Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Oh, yeah, so, so that's that. a, that's that's a, that's a big Big thing right there. And then, did you see that Ray Mysterio actually replied to him at the Rams game? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so they're, they're they're probably gonna go against each other at Crown Jewel. That's that's gonna be big. But KSI man, crying like a like a baby yeah, at the end crazy. of the fight. Yeah, He's like, I, mean, I hate losing, man. Yeah. I hate losing. That that, that was that, that just made <laughs> that me laugh. Pretty good. Yeah, he was kicking TVs too. Like yeah, like, like kicking like, the screens. Like come on, dude. Uh, yeah, you lost. Yeah, Jake, Jake Paul, uh, he kind of he kind of posted a little video after. Yeah, he was like, like kind of like. Yeah, baby. Jake Paul took it like a man. Too. Yeah, he, he, he knew whenever he lost, whenever yeah. he lost to 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 Fury, he didn't go crying. He just said like yeah. Uh, yeah. he said, "Judge me by my losses, not my wins." So he he really showed everyone, all the kids that look up to him, how to take <laughs> a loss, man. Because yeah. a lot of kids, it's 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 funny to say, right? But a lot of kids really do look up to him, and that's a, that's a big thing. All right, so now we're gonna transition into basketball. First game of the year, first tip off is November first, this Wednesday. I am so excited, dude. Honestly, I'm a big Dallas Mavericks fan. Yeah. But I don't know how we're gonna do this season. I I really like Kyrie and Luca, that little pairing. But our big big problem right now is defense. Yeah, you guys don't even have really a good center either. We have Dwight Powell, but I mean, he's yeah, okay, I mean, dude. He's, I'm a Rockets fan, yeah. obviously. I think the Rockets could make the play-in tournament this year with Jalen uh, yeah, Green, Jabari Smith, obviously the offseason uh, moves we made with Fred VanVleet. And, I, okay, honestly, I like Dylan Brooks. I People hate <laughs> Dylan Brooks. But you need a guy like Dylan Brooks who's gonna be who's gonna get in people's heads and start. He might not put up a lot like of points. A, like a yeah. Patrick Beverly yeah, type player. Yeah, you need a Dylan yeah. Brooks. So I think that team we could be a sneaky playing tournament team. What do y'all think? I, I think so. 
I, I think I think you can. I think the Mavericks could also be that little sneaky team. But what are we thinking about the Bucks out in the East? That I think they're going to be unstoppable. I, I, I mean, don't think they're stopping the Bucks, dude. Giannis is just a, a freak, man. And then and getting Dame in a trade yes. without having to give up Chris Middleton, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that is but an they amazing did lose team. Drew Holiday, though. They did lose Drew Holiday, but they still have Chris I Middleton. Probably given up Brooke Chris Lopez. Middleton, they still yeah. have. I don't think I would have given up Chris Middleton. He's, for, he's a great player. If I player. had picked between Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, I would have picked Drew Holiday. Or I would have picked uh, Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton yeah. uh, I don't but, know. I don't know. But, I mean, what like what did Dame say on Twitter? If you t- who, you cover him on the perimeter, he just you double team on the perimeter, you're just going to yeah. kick it down to Giannis. So I think that team is going to be really good. They're definitely going to be one of the forces to reckon with. Or they're just going to end up losing to Miami like they always do. What do you think the Lakers are going to do this year? I am. I don't really like LeBron. I really. I. I, I don't. Like I'm gonna LeBron. say this right now. I hate LeBron. I hate LeBron. Oh, so I, I, hate I hate LeBron. 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 I'm an MJ guy. I can't stand LeBron. People I say he's the, the greatest of all time. He's not even second in my book. Number one is Jordan. Number two is Kobe, and that's it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like LeBron. I think. I mean, they're just the Lakers. I think the uh, the East. No wait. Yeah, the West is gonna be a lot better this year. I think. I mean, think about the Suns too. Oh, the Suns no, yeah. are going to be great. Suns I be think really good. I think the Suns are going to be really good. They they weren't really last year, and then the year before that, they lost to the Mavericks in the playoffs. Yeah, but but they didn't have Kevin Durant. Yeah, and this is the first real season, right, where they really have Kevin Durant because he was kind of injured last year. Mm-hmm. So this is the first season where they're starting with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, all those guys they have on that team, and they're going to try to get something done. I, I really like how this looks for them. Yeah. Um, what about but- Charlotte? That is that organization is crazy right now with everything going on. <laughs> that I don't know what they're gonna do. Everybody's going to jail or felony something, charges. Yeah, something, something always bad is going on with that. Uh, Lamelo, I really like Lamelo. I love his play style. I hope he can carry that team. It, yeah. It's it's very, it's a very weird team. It is it's a weird very team. weird team. MJ laughed. What do yeah. you think, Chris? So, I hope you don't get. I hope you don't give me any <laughs> backlash for this one. I did grow up a San Antonio Spurs fan. Oh no no, so, I did too. I did too. Yeah. I, I loved the. I loved back in the day, Tim Duncan, Kawhi Leonard, Manu oh, Ginobili, definitely. Tony Parker, and then uh, and then that dynasty, that dynasty. But then Pop, Pop really couldn't couldn't keep those guys, yeah. and he Kawhi didn't like him too much, so he left. And I kind of just stopped watching basketball for a bit, man, until until we went into quarantine, you know. And I started watching the Mavericks because of Luca. I really liked the Mavericks, but. I, I see what you mean. What, yeah. what was your point on the on the Spurs? Uh, with the Spurs, so they haven't been good in recent years. I'll say it like that, and it's obvious. They had ha- they have had a couple of seasons where they are a play-in team, but yeah. weren't able to get over that hump. That being said, with Victor, what is it? Wembanyama. Wembanyama. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping this is the stepping stone to something better as as the future goes on. But as of right now, I don't really see much for the Spurs. But I will say this though. Going back to, let's see, who do I have here? So I was going to ask y'all, so every year throughout the entire sports world, there is always an underdog team, like how I mentioned earlier in football, mm-hmm. I'm seeing Washington is that. Yeah. Who do y'all think will be that underdog team this year in the NBA? Ooh, Sacramento. Well, I mean, they did make the playoffs last year, so but they, I wouldn't say they're that. Okay, let's see, let's see. On. I got to think, that's a good one. Maybe the Pelicans, honestly. The Pelicans Zion's back. I don't Zion's know if back, saw, but yeah. is he? Is, is how he? long is he going <laughs> to be back he? for? Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, another another big news yesterday. Andre Iguodala is retiring. Yeah, yep. that's pretty crazy. Honestly, what do y'all think of the Pistons, man? The Pistons? I don't know. Or honestly. the Bulls? The Bulls might have a good team this year. Yeah, the Bulls. They always just like start really good. DeMar and then DeRozan, they, yeah. they just lose it. But no, I agree with the Spurs. I think that the Victor Women Yaba Women Yaba thing is our situation will be really good for them. To be honest, but they I might mean, be the underdog team. I feel if we're gonna build around them, that'd be the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they gave up Dejounte Murray a couple years ago. Yeah, I have a question for y'all. Do you think Stephen Curry, Clint Thompson, will ever win another ring together? And do you think it's this year? Do you think they have a chance at it this year? I don't know. The Suns are really good this year. I think the West is starting to ch- shift. It's not gonna be the Warriors anymore. I don't know about the Lakers, but I think I don't that think the, I think the Lakers are frauds. I don't think the West is going to have to run through Golden State anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that, obviously, I mean, they didn't win last year. I think they're just not really... I mean, Chris Paul, though, does that make a big difference? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I, I really don't. He, he, let's see how many shots he's even going to be able to put up with Clay and yeah. Curry taking all the shots. But what do you guys think of John Morant? He's so good, I think but he needs really to stay good, out of just, trouble. He, it's just, I mean, he's not being guided correctly. I mean, he needs yeah. somebody to step into his life and kind of take control and show him, like, be a good mentor for him. So Yeah, he, he they need to get a veteran on that team to, to, to teach him. Yeah. That team, the Grizzlies, it's really just jaw. Like, that's it. That's, yeah. That's the only... Well, they have a Valanciunas, right? But Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. yeah. But that's really it. Yeah. I mean, and then... What do y'all think about who's, who's y'all's rookie of the year candidate? Wemanyama. Yeah, y'all yeah, think? I'm, I'm uh, it's got to be. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah I mean, because I think he's going to get the most what media do you, attention. Okay. What do you guys think of the Clippers? You know, they got Russell Westbrook kind of washed. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. What do you think of that big three? I think well, and they might get James because apparently, Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they want James, James Harden. Yeah. But will that even help? Because they need defense, dude. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, don't, don't sleep on James Harden defense. When James Harden wants to play defense, he, he will. can play defense. Yeah. I don't know. I that's think that the that's what I'm saying with the with the Mavericks. You can have Luka and Kyrie, but if you don't have defense, that's really you're going to keep like, losing on games. On that team, it's really just Kyrie and Luka. Yeah, and you can't do that. Yeah. You need I think, support. But, I mean, that's the same thing with the Suns, too. It's like they have that. They have no bench, though. And I don't – I mean, the Mavs bench is okay. What do you think of your Rockets, man? What do you think – Jalen Green is going to hold it down? I think Jalen Green's going to hold it down. I think Fred Van Vliet is going to set him up nicely. I think this is Jalen Green's junior year, so his third year in the league. And I think he's found, he's figured it out. And with uh, I'm Udoka, their new coach, I think he, I mean, he taught Jason Tatum how to play uh, defense. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know, uh, I think it was three or four nights ago, they played, uh, they played somebody, and their defense looked really, really good. I think that they're going to all start to figure out how to play defense. I think Jabari Smith is going to learn how to play defense and look really good. And honestly, I think, like I said, I think we'll be a, uh, one of those playing tournament teams. I, I mean, obviously Dylan Brooks. I don't know if Dylan Brooks actually even plays defense, but I think we're going to be good. What do y'all think? I think y'all have a chance. I really like Jalen Green and Fred Van Vliet. So it, it, it's, it might be a good year for y'all. I mm-hmm. think it will be. All right. <laughs> so what do y'all think about... The uh, Miami, they need Miami. Any superstars. 
They just, I think they're still fine. Yeah, you think they're fine? I think they're still yeah, uh, they're Jimmy Butler, okay. man, he makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. Every year, he shows up to the media day looking funny as, <laughs> funny as can be, man. Uh, this year, he showed up looking emo, and it, it, and it was funny because he, he literally didn't probably didn't look like that the very next day. He just does it to mess with the NBA, and I love that, man. I think he's funny. Well, guys, I think that is going to do it for the CJM podcast. It's been a pleasure doing this. Come check us out every Saturday at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, and peace out. Thank you. Laters.